Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bathhouse Bunch with Rhett and Kayla, featuring James. Can Rhett hear me? Rhett? 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 Hello? Oh, my God. Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? We can hear you now, yes. Okay, well, there you go. All right. Well, that was a fan. That was a very uh, energetic introduction. Thank you. <laughs> and we're, we're starting. We're, you know, we're only starting seven minutes late. I would think that it, you know, if this was like um, a normal podcast that normal people do, that the engineer would be a chimp because I was just on hold for seven minutes. <laughs> but I guess you're the engineer, so. <laughs> but, I don't know whatever for that first, implies. For, for some reason, like the first time I tried to start it, it, it didn't start it. I don't know why. Oh, well, I guess that happens from time to time. But I'll tell you that this, uh, what's the name of this? What is the name of this? It's like Go, uh, go. Uh, the, the, the actual like podcast thing. Oh, blog talk. This British woman says it to me. Blog talk, blog talk. And they have got some real swinging music when you're on hold. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like you're in an elevator on your way down to hell. (laughs) Uh, So how you doing, my man? I'm doing all right. Yeah. That when when someone when you ask someone how they're doing and their voice goes up four octaves and it cracks, <laughs> they say that they're doing all right. It usually sounds like <laughs> they're not. <laughs> That's kind of like a giveaway. It's like you know, are you angry at me? No, I'm not. And then you fold your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so you are doing all right. No, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, like yeah. I said. Uh, No, what am I doing? Shit. But, oh, there we go. I'm just making sure that we're actually on the air. Pardon me? Are, are we on the air? I think so, but I'm trying to... <laughs> we're creating the most riveting broadcasting ever. No, we're definitely on the air. All right, I'm just checking, man. I don't know. I don't want to do all this shit for nothing. Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, I adopted a dog two days ago. Did you? Well, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. And because of COVID, so here, do you want to hear the story behind it? Uh, sure, why not? Whatever, fuck you. It sounds slightly familiar, but go ahead and <laughs> hit me with it anyway. I actually I want to hear the story about the dog. Because you know I'll what? I really do love dogs. I know you do, but, but I was I was going to tell you the story, but I'm going to wait until Kayla comes on so she can hear the story, too. Because it is really, if you think about it, it's a heartwarming story. Um, I can't believe that you're allowed to adopt any living creature, having known you for as many years as I've known you. <laughs> I would think that if you went to the pet store and you said, hey, is that goldfish for sale? The, the, they'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no but, 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, how about these seahorses that come in these little, like, you know, packets now? <laughs> well, all right. Well, what else is there to talk about tonight? This is our main problem is we... We really are just incredibly ill-prepared every time we go on. But you know what? We usually find a groove. I, can, I think yeah. that we should probably talk about systemic racism. For now. <laughs> 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 or, or, you know, maybe we could talk about, like, uh, your favorite uh, toppings uh, on a taco. <laughs> oh, sweet. I... I, I <clears throat> I feel that it's just like kind of an either-or conversation that we could be having. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> Pardon? I was gonna say I love pretty much everything on a taco. There is almost to me, it's like a hot dog or taco. There's almost nothing you can conceive of that I won't put on it. it you know, just right. try it. Yeah, I'm very uh, tri-curious when it comes to tacos and hot dogs. Except um, those, like, fucking mouth breathers who put ketchup on a hot dog. I'll never understand that till the day I die. It's just yeah. antithetical to the entire idea of eating a hot dog. Well, I'll tell <laughs> you, this is... Uh, I, I, I lived down in Mexico for a year, right? You did? And oh, with, with your I, Yeah, I did. Yeah, I told you, I think, right? I don't remember that. Did you speak Spanish fluently? I I don't. Um, Although I was getting there, and it's been a year since I've been there. Um, So I went to school for a couple months, and I, I was getting to the point where I was pretty comfortable talking to people. But the thing is, is when you're learning a foreign language and you're speaking to people, um they're being very polite and, and, you know, graceful with you. And I think oftentimes I was just saying things and they were nodding and thinking to themselves, <laughs> what the fuck is this white guy saying to me? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't stop me, you know. But uh, the thing about tacos in Mexico is that <clears throat> down there in Mexico, they don't eat ta- – there's no tacos. You can't find a fucking taco. That's just not what they eat. I'm talking about a traditional hard-shelled taco that you fill with ground beef, shredded lettuce, uh, sour cream, cheese, and salsa. It just, you can't find it unless you're able to track down a fucking Taco Bell. So there were were like a few like American stores and in the heart of Mexico, we were in Guadalajara, my mom and I were like, Jesus Christ, we want tacos because that's like such a staple of an American diet. So we go into this uh, store outside of Guadalajara that specializes just like in American food. And we found Ortega taco shells, right? Right. So, you know, we're having tacos, blah, blah, blah. So a week later, uh, we have uh, Mexican neighbors and uh, it was someone's birthday party. And I said, well, why don't we invite them over and we'll actually make American tacos, right? So we bought like, we bought like four boxes. So there's like 40 taco shells. 
I swear <laughs> to you, in like three minutes, all the tacos were gone. That's how much they fucking like tacos. So it's like, how did it, how could, how is it possible that Mexican food in America is tacos, right? They right. don't have tacos in Mexico, but when they're introduced to them, it's the favorite fucking thing that they've ever had. <laughs> it would be like if you went over, if you, it would be like if you went over to Italy, right? And you were like, I want to just, I want to go to fucking uh, Italy. I want to go to Rome and I want to have a great, a big plate of spaghetti and meatballs the way they make it, and then you find out they don't make spaghetti and meatballs, right? <laughs> They've never even heard of fucking spaghetti and meatballs, and then you cook spaghetti and meatballs, and the Italians just go crazy for it. Could be the same thing. So, yeah. Have you uh, dropped your pan? Are you no. <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was responding to a message. Responding to a message, okay. Is it well? I was a private message, or and it's it's good to know. It would be like uh, it would be like if I was doing if if you were doing a bit with me. And then it went dead silent for 20 seconds, and you were like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just opening up my mail. <laughs> it, I mean, it couldn't be any worse. You couldn't be – and this is why we need to start the show with the third person, because at any moment, you could get distracted. You could be chasing well, fucking butterflies outside. I'm trying to look up shit to talk about, motherfucker. <laughs> you're always like, you never have anything to talk about. I'm trying to look up shit. That's what our third person was for. She was supposed to do all the research. <laughs> and I just found five weed pills and just took them. What did you do? I found five <sighs> weed pills left over that I left. So that's what you were doing. Time. You were going through the I'm I'm sitting there talking to you. You're going through the cushions in your basement to find mm-hmm. fucking five weed pills. And no, now you took in the bottle, the and I'd already taken them like 10 minutes ago. Well, fuck you, man. You're <laughs> a pain in my ass. Uh, what is this bitch called? Wait, you're yes. late to your start your next episode. Your scheduled episode, old friends, a new one. Talk about current. No, what? what are, you, are you already doing a fucking show, you dumb fucking app? Well, I mean, apparently, we you were a little bit late to start. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's what she was saying. She's very authoritative. You know, Who? it's like oh, the Taylor? British woman, <laughs> the British robot. <laughs> She's, uh, yeah, I wouldn't I want to give her any shit in my personal the life because start in she... five, five, four, three. Two, yeah. one, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure to, uh, it's like, um, I'm terrified of her. She, she haunts my dreams. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> but it's actually a respite from the soft jazz you have to listen to before her voice comes on. I know. So like I said, I don't really know how to know when someone calls in without like, Checking back, I don't think it gives me like an audio cue. Well, I mean, what are you working with there? Do you have is it like through a computer or are you just doing it through your phone or? No, it's through a laptop. 
Okay, and so it doesn't say someone is calling in. Because the last time our co-host, uh, who, by the way, you got her name wrong. <laughs> I think, it, I think, it, okay, we're, we're going on the fourth show, and you really got to just write it down. Maybe if Kayla, you went right? to, what'd you say? Kayla, right? No, no, Kaylin. I'm thinking like maybe uh, memento style you could just maybe just uh, go to a tattoo parlor and get her name tattooed on the back of um, your one of you your right hand is it k-a-y-l-e-n you know, it's like the way these, these girls are, you know, some of these young girls are spelling their name. I'm not sure. I think it would probably be more like K-A-E-L-Y-N type thing, uh, but I'm not oh my completely God. sure. But I know that her All name right. is Kaylin. And I know that, like, really, if we add up the hours, we're going on maybe uh, five and a half hours of speaking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> And you're still not sure of her name, but I, hopefully this will just that will be the final nail in the coffin, and you'll never forget. <laughs> so, anyways, what were you saying? Oh, go. It took you uh, what? Oh uh, no, nothing. Uh, All right. Well, I guess that. <laughs> Go ahead, young man. I know you don't want to talk about like COVID or anything, but this headline. Yeah, it's really. It is the last I, thing that I've ever wanted to talk about. Um, but go ahead, go ahead. So let's talk, says, let's talk well, a little. This is a headline from the White House. It says the science should not stand in the way of reopening schools. What? Well, who said that? Is it who said that? Science should not stand in the way of reopening schools. It says, uh, is that an actual some, quote from someone? Uh, that's what they make it sound like. Uh, well, you know, this is why I don't uh, want to talk about it because I don't really. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. new press secretary. She's the one that said it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just like they they just it's an endless parade of like dumb blondes that he hires to come out and be yeah. his press secretary and it's always yeah. the same thing they last for about three months and then they're gone but um, the thing about opening up schools is you know there's more of a like this is why I don't even want to talk COVID because it's absolutely boring because it's like right. a, it's a nuanced discussion you know it's like there are there are um, loads of people that have to work and they can't afford daycare and they want to send their kids back to school. And then you've right. got the fact that kids are like, they, they're, they're far, far, far statistically more likely to get the flu than they are COVID. Um, right. So the question is, what we're protecting would be the teachers. So we have to figure out a way for kids to be in school and teachers not to be there. You know, and then like the, the teachers that are there would be like temp teachers that are all under the age of 25. Robot because teachers. this is just not a disease. It's not a disease that's affecting really young people. 
But, I mean, I don't know how they would do that or how they could figure out to do that, but they've got to figure out some kind of plan or we have to have another stimulus package that allows people, their single mothers, to fucking pay for daycare. I don't, you know, like, or something. Yeah. And I'm getting the feeling that the government's like, all right, well, although this is still an ongoing crisis, we stepped up for the first couple of months, but now you're on your own. That's how I feel that things are going. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So it's causing a lot of people to say, well, I want to send my kids to school. And then a lot of other people that have disposable income calling those people idiots, you know? So it's just like, again, it's a nuanced discussion that I'm not comfortable having because it annoys me. And there's no, there's no humor in it. There's zero humor in anything that's going on with COVID. It's annoying from top to bottom. Don't you think? Yeah. But other than that, I love the subject. <laughs> <laughs> um. Holy shit, what's your shoe size? We got to talk about something. <laughs> Are you a 10 and a half? Are you a 10? Uh, I'm actually a 13. <laughs> You're a 13? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dude, Is like it true what they say 30. about the, the size of a man's shoe? Uh, I have no comment. <laughs> so that's a big no. <laughs> well... <clears throat> I tell you what, I'm a size 11, 11 and I, I, can, I can tell you that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy to admit it, but it's true. Well, I'll tell you, you're doing Cracker Jack at um, finding subjects to talk about. Let me get in here, too. Well, <laughs> you're, uh, I don't know if you're working on a... It's like you're on a computer from 1982. You're like, uh, your your fucking computer is going to end up telling us that there's no way to win a nuclear war because it's like (laughs) tic-tac-toe. What's a good good, uh, Vox? Is that what we were doing? I've been doing Reddit. Ah, Reddit. Reddit, is that Reddit? Yeah. Everything's COVID nineteen. There we go. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. So I've been watching a lot of Netflix and uh, like uh, Amazon Prime stuff. I've watched mm-hmm. literally every single season of Cops that's available to rent or buy. Well, you know what? It's uh, the thing about co- I, I think that they canceled it this year, right? Just because of the civil unrest about cops. That's what I heard yeah. anyway. And I, it was one of the longest running shows on television. Yeah. But I always, every time I watched it, I mean, 
I always felt like it was an indictment of po- the police forces in general. I mean, you could just watch the fucking show. They're acting like assholes the entire time. Or is, it, is that yeah. just me and what I'm bringing to the show? Uh, no, they, for the most part, yeah, they generally do. But for the most part, Except too, they're for dealing when they're in, with assholes criminals. Well, yeah, absolutely. But like my, the, the, there's a couple of different like police forces that I kind of fell in love with watching cops just peripherally because I was never a major watcher. Uh, Vegas cops, because they're just pretty much like, uh, hey, why are why are you peeing in the middle of a busy intersection? <laughs> you know, they're just dealing with like, and like, I don't know because I had to pee, and they're like, stop, put your dick back, like you know what I mean, and, and then. But then you do like you know cops uh, Minneapolis or that's a bad that's a bad uh, example. You do cops uh, De- that's a, Detroit's a bad example too. <laughs> you do cops at anywhere else, right? Don't Indianapolis, cops in Indianapolis, and they're just the biggest assholes. It's like the the littlest thing that you do, and they're condescending and they're awful. Um, yeah. You know, I'm anti-establishment, but I also want to have my cops in my town because I don't want to be beaten to death. You know, this really <laughs> yeah. what it boils down to uh, is, is I, I, my desire not to be beaten to death it defeats my disrespect for police officers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I'm very delicate, as you know, James. <laughs> it wouldn't take much. It's just really one punch. That, that might be it. <laughs> Uh, I, I I wouldn't know how to take a soft landing. I, <laughs> you know, I don't even know how to fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. So, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I guess cops is good. Is there anything else that you've been watching on the Amazon? And here's the thing that I found during the pandemic is I'll go. They'll be like, oh well, Sarah lives on Hulu, and so I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll get Hulu, right? And they'll be like, uh, well, you know, do you know that on Amazon Prime there's this or that movie? And I'll be like, well, okay, well, I'll get Amazon Prime. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, well, well, Sleepaway Camp's on Shudder. And I'm like, well, I got to get Shudder then. And the next thing I know, I'm paying like $75 a month (laughs) (laughs) for like streaming services that I do not use. I still think – and here's the thing. I got – I wanted to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. But it was only on stars, so I fucking paid for stars, and uh, the, the, the thing is, it's like a free trial, and then it's $6 a month, and I'm yeah. so lazy that I will sit there and be like, I'll think to myself, <laughs> over the course of days, so if like, you add it up, it's probably hours that I'm thinking to myself, I need to cancel that star subscription, <laughs> but it's still I there. Am, I haven't canceled it, and I'm, I'm not even exactly, sure how to even get find it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly I guess you, the same way. I, I have so many <laughs> subscriptions to shit. Like I have like a Disney Plus subscription. I have Netflix. I have Hulu. Hulu Plus now well, was, because it has live TV. I have YouTube Plus when we, or YouTube is, TV. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God, do you have the Disney one? Yeah, well, that's for my daughter. Yeah, so it's awful. But it's like, um, it reminds me of, remember when we were kids, and this is why we need Caitlin, because this this show is essentially supposed to be a discussion of how out of touch we are. (laughs) But um, do you remember when we were kids? I'm talking like 12, 13, 14, and they would have that, and maybe you can help me because I can't remember exactly what it was called. But it would be uh, like a CD club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd yeah, yeah. sign up. 
You'd and sign up to it, and it was yeah. something like <laughs> it was something like fifteen cents, right? Or so, I don't yeah. know, something silly. And then you they and then you would like pick out the CDs, and they would send them to you for free. Yeah. And then but you're to they buy, would say, like... but you have to, you have to <laughs> discontinue the subscription. But then right. you wouldn't, and then they would send you a note saying you owe us three hundred and sixty-five dollars, right. and I never paid it. I've never heard from them, and I've lived my life that way since. That's what it taught me. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, that's why I owe the government fucking $65,000 for my schooling from 30 years ago. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I literally never paid one dime on any of my students. No, you just got the fucking <laughs> six CDs, and it was fantastic. You were happy about the CDs. It was kind of just like uh, a, a big <laughs> stimulus check, but with music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so how did they make money? <laughs> You're like, okay, they're like, you owe us $350, and I'm like, I'm fucking 12, you asshole. I'm not going to be working for another three years. How are you possibly going to collect it? How did these people even make money? I guess, <laughs> I guess that's why they're not it would be like if you were to start something and you go, okay, all right, kids, if you, for 15 cents, we're going to give you 150 <laughs> candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> and this is through the mail, by the way. It's not even like someone that could actually knock on your door. It's through the fucking mail. I'm pretty sure I did that. We're going to give you 150 candy bars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my God. That was, someone was not thinking that through. <laughs> yeah. uh, but those were simpler times, really. <laughs> oh, let's see. What else is going on here? I tell you, that Donald Trump, that Donald Trump's a charmer. <laughs> oh, here's the story: how Hollywood accidentally built Netflix. Well, uh, I mean, not really an accident. They just run Hollywood movies. There's not much. There's not really much going on as far as uh, what people are reporting on, if you think about it. The end of the American dream. Well, they've been writing about that in the 50s. Yeah. Good talk. I think maybe we need to uh, figure out a way to where we can just edit out. <laughs> like maybe we shouldn't be going live. Maybe <laughs> because there really are there's some uh, there's some high points I feel in our program, <laughs> but then it's kind of like they're wedged between long periods of absolute silence where you can see the proverbial tumbleweed going past. Hey, listen. I've I've become a fan of this show called The Rifleman with Chuck Connors. Did you ever watch that when you were going through your Nick at Night phase? What? Uh, the Rifleman with Chuck Connor. 
Have, did you ever go through that when you're doing your Nick at Night phase? Because I no, remember no. you used to call me up. I, you used to call me up uh, around 1230 at night for absolutely no reason other than to <laughs> sing to me, it's Nick at night. It's TV done right. <laughs> and I'd say, why the fuck are you calling me just to sing that jingle to me? And then you'd say, tell me, Mama, what to do <laughs> when a boy makes eyes at you. <laughs> are these all years that are absolutely lost to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can remember those. Ah. Uh, you know, young Patty Duke and her cousin. What did you say? Young Patty Duke and her cousin. Was it a cousin or a sister? The identical one. Oh, uh, the Patty Duke cousin. show? Yeah, a cousin. Yeah, it was her cousin. Yeah, they're cousins, I, identical cousins. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there in the theme song, and I completely blanked. Yes. <laughs> They're cousins, identical cousins. Well, you know, Patty Duke um, ended up being um, schizophrenic, right? What'd you say? Patty Duke, the actress, ended up saying years later that she was schizophrenic. So it's just odd that she was playing, you know, essentially what could, in retrospect, be considered a schizophrenic character. Yeah. Yeah. Wild, wacky stuff. That is some wild, wacky stuff. <laughs> For fuck's sake, we need to be saved by Kaylin. What the fuck is she writing? Is she writing a fucking sequel to World War and Peace? She's like, uh, well, I'm just finishing chapter 87. I've got a hundred more pages to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, like, so this is pretty funny. Some, someone posted on Twitter. Someone stole my debit card. Went and spent six dollars at a restaurant and only left a four dollars tip. It's not even your card. You leave a four dollars tip. I you mean, fucking <laughs> idiot. Yes, I got you. Well, I mean, they want to. They want to. They want to. You know, uh, squeeze that card full of juice. So that's probably right. the idea behind it. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to mention who just automatically the type of person that pops in my mind that would leave a $4 tip, <laughs> but, right, yeah. but after 25 years in the business, I've got a general yeah. idea. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, it's awful. It's awful. And, uh, I, I don't even want to go into that area of bad tipping because it's what I do for a living and I encounter it frequently. Right. But it's also because I am very surly and unattentive. There might be a bevy of reasons for my bad tips, but occasionally I think it's just, uh, you know, for, for apparent reasons. Right. Like at, when I drive for Uber or Lyft, like, I like say hi usually when they get in, but that's the end of the conversation unless they're talking to me. Well, then that's probably the way it should be, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Like, I hate it when drivers talk to me, but I think oh, most people prefer some conversation. Well, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, if I have a few cocktails and I hop in a cab, I might strike up a conversation with uh, the 
the driver, but at the same time, if he then is not invested in the conversation, I drop it. Yeah. Some people, I think, though, they have no ability to understand whether or not you want to engage with the converse, in a conversation with them because I don't think they even really care about the conversation so much as they need to be talking. Yeah, no, which is I a, agree. It, which is a weird condition, and it's, a, it's part of the human condition. Yeah. I don't know what it would be called, but there are people like that. Yeah, it's so fucking annoying, those people. You know, I, uh, I've worked with people to where they're talking to me, and, you know, and I'm, I'm a nice guy, you know. So I, I'll talk back to them, and then they keep talking, and they're talking, and they're talking, and I'm nodding. I'm, I, I've, I've stopped talking back to them, but I'm nodding and going, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I start to walk away from them, like, backwards. You know how you do that? <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> I kind of got to go do this. And then they start following you. <laughs> Just like to, absolutely no social cues whatsoever. Uh, and then eventually I will just turn around and walk away, you know, but. Yeah. So you want to hear an interesting fact about Ernest Hemingway? Uh, well, well, how could I not? So he once. In 1954, survived two different oh. two plane crashes in two days. He was presumed dead for almost 24 hours later until he was spotted coming out of the jungle carrying bananas and a bottle of gin. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need, really, is gin and potassium. Yeah. I've always said that. It should be uh, my autobiography. All you need is gin and potassium. Or it should have been his autobiography, really. That's 1954. Wow, that's 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 a he's a you know hell of a hell of a guy, hell of a guy. Although I did read a book about uh, his relationship with his uh, wife, and apparently he was kind of a dick. Yeah, well, I think all like 1950 Hollywood actors were pretty oh, yeah, dickish. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And then also, it's hard, you know, to be married to a woman and not be a dick because you're married to a woman. There's that. Oh, uh, 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 uh. gay humor. I get it. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> that's not gay humor. That's just male humor, I think. <laughs> and it's not even humor. It's just an observation. I was not trying to be humorous there. But uh, yeah, Ernest Hemingway. And then when did he shoot himself? Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, supposedly they said that uh, one of the planes was burning on the runway. The door was stuck, so Hemingway headbutted it open. He never fully recovered. Oh, I recovered don't do that for a second. That's, like, apocryphal. I mean, like, really? He said he never fully recovered from the concussion, and it's theorized <laughs> this may have been the starting point for its cognitive <laughs> Doctors said to him that the only way to, they said that a good cure for a concussion is to eat plenty of bananas and wash them down with gin. <laughs> well, he ended up killing himself. He did, yeah. Yeah, it's a drag that that happened. Yeah, but well, apparently he that, that, that concussion is what led to it. Oh, you're, they're saying that the, con- the concussion led to his eventual suicidal behavior? 
Well, that it led to his cognitive decline. That led to his. But was right. was it? Didn't he write that thing like a movable feast? Wasn't that like right when he was dying, and it's considered a classic? Yeah, I don't. I've never not read dying, it. Anymore. But. I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, I, you know what? Hemingway was, I mean, to be completely honest with you, not my favorite author. Um, yeah. I read, uh, there's, I've read a couple of his, but my, God damn it. I can't believe I'm blanking on his books. Uh, uh, the Sun Also Rises was good. Oh, yeah. I like, I like that one a lot. And then a lot of the others seemed to be a little dry to me. You know, they were saying that. That he wrote as he was a, a initially a newspaper person, and so his style was terse and realistic. At least that's what they would teach us in school. But I always yeah. thought like, well, if I want to read a newspaper, I'll fucking read a newspaper. If I want to read, you know, a work of novelistic art, I would rather read fucking F. Scott Fitzgerald. Right. But <clears throat> and also, what was Hemingway? Was he the guy? Did he was he? No, he didn't go to like cover World War II. He wasn't there on D-Day, right? No, he he. What he did was, um, you're thinking Norman Mailer wrote The Naked and the Dead, and I think that was D-Day. But like um, Hemingway, uh, he did. I don't think he served in World War II. I think he was too old. But he went over in 1936, and he served in World War One as a ambulance driver. Yeah, and that's. Um, and then um, in 1936, he went over and he fought uh, on the liberal side of the Spanish Civil War. So he was in Spain right. fighting. Like, I mean, like, he enlisted. So the man was a fucking wild man. Right. But, uh... So, okay, I this, mean, is, an this inter- is interesting during Wikipedia. Uh... So apparently he served in World War One. Uh, he was a, he signed on to be an ambulance driver in Italy after having failed yeah, the army because of poor eyesight. In May 1918, he sailed from New York and arrived in Paris as the city was under bombardment from German artillery. That June, he arrived at the Italian front on his first day in Milan. He was slipped to the scene of a munitions factory explosion to join rescuers retrieving the shredded remains of female workers. Whoa. Oh, that must uh, have been pleasant. He, uh, he described the incident in his nonfiction book, Death in the Afternoon. And there's a quote. I remember that after we searched quite thoroughly for the complete dead, we collected fragments. A few days later, he was stationed at Fasalta de Piave. On July 8th, he was seriously wounded by mortar fire, having just returned from the canteen, bringing chocolate and cigarettes for the men at the front line. Despite his wounds, Hemingway assisted Italian soldiers to safety, for which he received the Italian Silver Medal of Bravery. He was still only 18 at the time. Yeah, he was still only 18 at the time. Hemingway later said of the incidents, when you go to war as a boy, you have a great illusion of immortality. Other people get killed, not you. Then when you are badly wounded for the first time, you lose that illusion and you know it can happen to you. He sustained severe shrapnel wounds to both legs, underwent an immediate operation at a distribution center, 
and spent five days at a field hospital before it was transferred for recuperation to Red Cross Hospital in Milan. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, he was a uh, obviously a war hero in World War One, and uh, I don't know how you. Would, I don't understand Spanish politics enough to realize to realize if he was on the right or wrong side of that uh, Spanish Civil War. But the thing is, <clears throat> I think maybe he was actually more over there as a journalist. But at th- at that point, but uh, <clears throat> here's the thing: these guys were so fucking brave that were, you know, part of, like, World War One, World War Two, Korea, and Vietnam, that, yeah. if you think about it, especially think about World War Two, right? So he can't enlist because of his eyesight. Right. Now, they would, back in 1941 through 45, they had no idea about eyesight, right? So sure. they go, read this chart. And it goes A, B, F, H, right? And he's right. literally trying to read it, and he goes A, F, <laughs> B, you know? And I'm thinking if I was, you know, possibly <laughs> up for draft and to be sent to war, I would be like D, C, C, C. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it would be that easy. That easy to fucking get out of the war. They'd be like, oh, my God, your eyesight's terrible. How many fingers am I holding up? Twelve? Like, it's, it would be that simple to get out of war. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And that's what exactly uh, what I would have done. Man, man, I, <laughs> I hope you heard me. I have to go pee, so you have to riff for a few minutes. Oh no, you can't do this to me. Just go pee on on air. Why don't you? What you need to do? Okay. So what James needs to do, obviously, is he needs to get a spittoon. He needs to put it next to his computer so he can just pee into the spittoon. Because otherwise, I have nothing, absolutely nothing to talk about. Otherwise, I'm going to have to um, get a book of uh, poems and read a poem every time he gets up to pee because apparently he has a fucking enlarged bladder because when he goes to pee, it takes literally four or five minutes for him to get back. And the air is so empty. And I tell you what. I just don't have time for that in my personal life, in my professional life, uh, just to have to be talking to myself like some kind of fucking imbecile. I do it enough in my daily life, but usually it's like, God damn it, you're an idiot. You know, what went wrong with your life? But uh, to have to fill up Uh fucking air. Well, are you back? No, he's not even fucking back. Drives me up a fucking wall. Again, this is why we can't do a show. I can't, I, I can't do it. I can't do a show with someone who just leaves the room for five minutes at a time. And God knows what he's doing. He's going to be distracted by something. He's probably not even pissing. He's probably taking a bowel movement. He's probably reading a, a, a fucking last fucking magazine episode of fucking Rolling Stone. I'm here alone like a fucking fish that's been scaled and hung out to fucking dry, if that's even such a thing. And he's 
fucking relieving his bladder. Again, two minutes. It should take 30 seconds to relieve your bladder. I don't know what he's been drinking. I'm sure it's high in sugar. I know that much. It's nothing diet that he could possibly ever drink. I'm assuming it's probably something like Fanta or grape soda. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, I got I disconnected well, somehow. Oh, oh, did you? Yeah. Is that what happened? You got disconnected. Yeah, no. no, when I came back, it was disconnected. I don't know why. I had to call back in. <laughs> How is that possible? I have no idea. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> okay. Well. <clears throat> oh, my God. Is this chicken call in or what? No, I don't think she's going to. Whatever. She said she was. She's, uh, she's, she's on um, Chapter 413. She's, oh, yeah. she's, uh, she's. Yeah, and she's probably like into some. <laughs> It'll be like four. We'll be doing this for like eight hours, and then she'll be like into surmise. <laughs> like, what? Uh, my point really is, Professor. It would be interesting though if she does call in to yell at her. First of all, yell at her, and then um, find out what it is that she was writing, and. Quite frankly, if I could just write her reports for her, <laughs> I could do them, I'm sure, much quicker than if I can talk her. I'll tell you, this is a true story. So uh, our, our, I went to a, to a college with a friend of ours, Tammy, and uh, she hated writing papers, okay? I was fucking blossoming because I was in the English lit department. And right. I, I, it was the easiest fucking thing in the world. I'd write these papers, and I would get things on the fucking paper that would be like, Rhett, it is a pleasure. I look forward to reading your <laughs> papers, right? I mean, that's how much the fucking English – the English – the professors of English liked you know, my writing, right? And so she goes, can you write um, – uh, can you write a can, – can you write a report for me? It's like about – I don't know, sometimes the Williams player or whatever. I was like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. And uh, I think she paid me like 50 bucks or something. And so I write the remember? paper. Pardon? Go ahead. <laughs> so I write the paper, and it comes back, and it's a C minus. And I'm fucking livid. I'm like, I want to go fucking talk to this fucking asshole professor that thinks that this is a fucking bad paper because I know it's a fucking good paper. And she goes, but you can't because it's me. <laughs> and she goes, and I'm okay with the C minus. I just didn't want to fucking fail the thing. I'm like, for fuck's <laughs> sake, though. I was so pissed off. <laughs> fucking actors. You know, I mean, are you kidding me? Acting teachers. Right. They don't understand quality from a mile away. Do you remember... Uh... English teacher in high school named Miss Rigby. I remember that she was a sexy little number and she'd flirt with all the boys. Yeah, she flirted with me. I know. She would flirt with anyone. She would actually so, sit there. I th- uh, she would sit there and you'd be talking to her. And I think that, like, did she chew gum? There's something weird that she did. But the, the main weird thing that she would do is you'd say something to her and she'd be like, uh-huh. You know, like, that's right up my alley or something like that. And then she'd wink at you. Do you remember that? Yeah. She yeah. would just wink at you. 
Yeah. yeah, she was super hot, and she, she was always gorgeous. wears like hot. She always like hot little mini skirt thing. But like she one time, wear, I, remember, I was taking like a creative. You remember she would wear that? Do you remember the one getup? You probably do. It was like a leather white white skirt. leather. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, so white he, I mean, yeah. now we're going on fucking 30 years ago, and we both still remember it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a yeah, fucking she, fag, so imagine that. It actually made so, that much of an impression on me because I'm like, Jesus Christ, if I ever was to swing over, it would be with this fucking 45 year old hottie. <laughs> right. So, like, uh-huh. here's like uh, one time, I forget what happened, but like, fuck, I wrote like this. I got like really upset in her class one day. It was like I didn't know it wasn't as her, it was like, another student. And uh like I like got up and walked out. I think I well, that's, like, uh, anyway, you like, being um, the idea, the very idea idea of you being emotionally imbalanced in high school is just foreign to me. There <laughs> must have been other circumstances. <laughs> there must have been <laughs> whatever. Other circumstances. So anyway, I think I don't know if that's what preface is anyway, but so, whatever, we had to, like, write, uh, like, I, I had a creative writing class with her, so we could, like, write whatever we wanted. So, like, I wrote uh, this really lurid poem, like this, I mean, like, super, well, like, sensual. Do, uh, do you remember any of what you, uh, how lurid was it? I mean, I it was about, like, running, like, my fingers on the inside of her thighs, like, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, about her. It was actually about yeah. her. Well, I know it was, it was you know, in my mind it was, but like she didn't know that. But like it was oh, just a it poem that I wrote me. to turn Okay, in. I got you, I got you, I got yeah, you. It wasn't like okay. to her, it was just a poem I wrote to turn it uh-huh. in. And so like, I turned it, like at the end of class, I turned it in. She like, I started to walk out and she's like, wait a second. I, and I swear to God this happened. She reads the entire poem, looks at uh-huh. me. Folds up the poem, puts it in her purse, and says, thank you. Oh, no way. I swear to God. <laughs> and had oh, I been, like, goodness. an actual, like, man at that time, I probably would have taken her out. You just, yeah, you would just would have. Absolutely, you would have made the you would have made the pass, right? Because that would have right. been the perfect time to do it. Because exactly, there is no other way to read that. Then she's, she reads the poem to you. She folds it up. She puts it in her purse and says, thank you. She's saying, thank you, because I'm going to go home, read this, and masturbate. Isn't that – I mean, is there any other way to look at what she said, said to you? No, that's a, exactly the way I took it, but – Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 would, I, I would challenge someone to come up with a different reading of that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had, I wrote a poem uh, <clears throat> about a uh, I wrote a poem about a woman who uh, was giving birth, uh, and both she and the child died simultaneously, right? And um, <clears throat> she wrote underneath, uh, "This is really grisly graphic." Stomach churning stuff. Are you okay? <laughs> and I, 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 I looked at it and I was like, "Holy shit!" I mean, that's kind of like a reaction. It's just a fucking poem. So I went up to her and I said, um, "I said, I, 
I am okay. And she goes, oh, I was just fucking with you. <laughs> so, I mean, she was, she was a cool teacher. <laughs> and then uh, uh, how about uh, – how about as far as like teachers that are you know sexually were uh, kind of preying on students? I don't. I'm sure that she must have slept with the student. There's like no way that she didn't. Right. No, Her behavior was so grand, grandiosely off the wall. But yeah. um, Coach Brooks, you remember that? Coach Brooks. Oh, didn't he actually bang one of the students? No, he married one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he eventually banged her out. Well, he was banging her from the start. God knows when they met. So what happens is, and this is, uh, I, the, uh, the, the last name I just made up. But um, so <laughs> oh, oh, really? It's not Coach Brooks? Well, it is, but I'm just saying that I made it up because who knows who could hear this. <laughs> but, like, the thing was that um, he – apparently people were saying, I think Coach Brooks is uh, dating – and I don't remember her name. You know, just say it was Tina or whatever. Um, people were saying, I think that Coach Brooks and Tina are fucking each other. And then the next year, she had graduated. She was a senior at the time. And I had heard this, and I was a freshman, you know. And, and then the next year, she had turned – as soon as she turned 18, they married. Whoa. And the, the school didn't fucking fire him. That's I mean, true. you want to talk about how the differences between 1989 or 1990 and now? <laughs> that, that would yeah, be like something to point at. <laughs> he just kept on being the coach because I guess he was good at whatever he was coaching. I forget what it was. <laughs> it was baseball. <clears throat> but I kind of liked him because uh, he's like uh, – <clears throat> he goes uh, – he comes up to me and it was during gym class or whatever – and he's like, how come you don't, you know, like you don't participate in anything? And I go, because I'm just not athletic and I really <laughs> despise any kind of sports activity. And he goes, all right, well, I'll pass you, but just don't, don't be a dick. <laughs> you know? He's like, just sit there. Don't mouth off. Don't, you know, distract the kids that actually want to do this. And I was like, well, he's all right by me. You can fuck as many underage kids as you want. (laughs) 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 So, yeah. Yeah, You know, it's so crazy. Like, I remember absolutely nothing about that school. I don't remember the principal. (laughs) I don't remember the vice principal. Well, I remember the acting teacher, obviously. That's not true. I remember the uh, – I remember we got a principal somewhere midway, and I remember one story where the principal was having – he called a – you know, a uh, – whatever they call it. All the kids were in the, that huge theater auditorium we had. And oh. he goes uh, – he goes, he goes, we're banning – and this, again, if you want to talk about how much things have changed. He goes, uh, we're banning uh, smoking – at football games if you go to school here. Um, He goes, I don't care if you guys want to chew, but smoking just looks bad. You're students of the school. 
Um, oh, wait, how did it go? God damn it. <laughs> he goes, I don't care if you chew. Someone said, is it all right if we chew? He goes, I don't care if you chew as long as you don't spit tobacco on my shoe. And another person raises their hand and is like, well, then it's, if, is it all right if we smoke as long as we don't blow the smoke in your face? <laughs> and I got a fantastic ovation. Everyone was clapping and cheering. But, I mean, just the idea that, like, that was a controversial thing to say, hey, kids, after school, hey, 14, 15, and 16-year-olds, after school, you can't smoke at the fucking uh, games. <laughs> like, in yeah. the bleachers. With yeah. <laughs> not even under the bleachers, just in the bleachers. <laughs> You're not allowed to smoke. It was like a big deal. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. What, what is this? Fucking Stalinism? <laughs> <laughs> and that was officially the last time Rat and I attended a sporting event. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, fuck that. Forget that. Do you remember when we would have pep rallies at the end of the school, <laughs> at the end of the school day? And we'd be like, this is awesome. We can fucking sneak out and escape. Yeah. Fucking, we got, yeah, we get out two hours early. Let's go get some fucking um, Bartles and James. <laughs> <laughs> That's how sophisticated we used to be. Yeah, <laughs> I get back at the fucking six o'clock. You know, my mom's like, hey, dinner's ready. I'd be like, I'm tired. <laughs> you go take a nap. <laughs> what, what do you mean you're tired? I don't know. I just had fucking 12 Bartles and James. <laughs> oh, Kayla doesn't know what she's missing. I know, right? It's, yeah. She should, like, really Didn't just she? drop out of school and focus full time on her blog. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, this is a fucking train that's headed somewhere. <laughs> 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 Listen, honey, follow us. Don't don't you worry about college. Uh, we're gonna take you where you need to be. <laughs> Under the bridge. <laughs> All right, so who else should we call and bother since she's not calling in? Well, I don't I I don't know. I uh <laughs> have very few friends. <laughs> <laughs> And I have quite a few restraining orders, so. <laughs> uh, do you know who would be? Do you know who would be fun to get on here? Would be a a, a, a little a little gal who is a uh, tenured PhD professor at Berkeley, <laughs> or yeah, I think it's Berkeley. Would be Jamie Bartlett. Oh yeah, she's totally out of her mind in the best possible way. She would oh, be yeah? a guest. But I don't know if she would do it, though. I don't know if she would do it just because of uh, her fear of saying one wrong thing or of (laughs) us saying one wrong thing in front of her. Seriously. I mean, that's what it's come to on college campuses. But maybe she could call in as a, someone else. <laughs> we're, doing such a, we're doing such a great job protecting anonymity so far. Um, <laughs> uh, well, okay, let's get somebody that we can actually just call up then. Who? I don't fucking know. I don't have any friends. Who do you okay. know? 
Like well, Brent's, who's... Brent's going to be safe. Let's call Jen Bass. Brent's going to be where? Brent's going to be asleep because he works oh. early in the morning. And I feel like a complete asshole because my schedule has been such that I can't talk to him. It's like almost impossible to talk to him. And then he called me today. I was having dinner with my mother and uh, sister, which, you know, by the way, was fun. <laughs> they're, they're both A-OK. And um, yeah, he called me and I was like, hey, how are you doing? He's like, it's so great to hear your voice. And I go, it's great to hear your voice too, but I can't talk. It's just not fucking off. But uh, I called Jen. Jen Bass? Do you have, yeah, do you have to call her? Uh, yeah, I got to call her through this thing. Okay, do you know her number? No. Okay, I'm going to send it to you real quick. Does she know we're doing the show? Well, she'll know when she fucking, if she does pick up. God damn it. It doesn't even say on her. Uh, can I remember it? Okay, I think I know it. <laughs> or, you know, if, if it's the wrong number. What if that's because they want to be on the radio show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when you used to have, like, 50 numbers in your head? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I barely know mine. I, don't, I, like I, I do know mine, but it took me a while I, to learn it. I've had the same number for, like, probably at least. 10 years, maybe 15. So if it ever fucking changes, I'm fucking shit. Well, you just have to take, you know, four or five days repeating it to yourself. <laughs> you can you can actually uh, have your, your number tattooed on the back of your right hand uh, with Kaylin's name underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then you'll accidentally fucking uh, call the number looking for Kayla. <laughs> okay, so it's dialing right now. Okay. Can you hear oh, the yeah, ringing? Ring? I can. <laughs> so maybe you shouldn't say anything. Maybe I should see if she recognizes me. She might not answer because she doesn't know my number, I don't think. Or she might hang up if she hears your voice. She might. Hi, you've reached Jen Bass. Leave a message after oh, the wait, phone. Oh, wait, no, 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 stop, stop. I need me. Okay. What? Well, nothing. I was just thinking maybe we don't want – we didn't give her phone number out, though. So let me see. I'll, I'll text her and say we're doing a – Let's get Jill on here. Well, Jill wants to do it. Um, it's just a matter of finding a good time to talk to her. Uh, I said, she said, well, Jill, she said, uh, you were doing a pot. Apparently, let's say, uh, apparently you're like a prognosticator extraordinaire because you're doing a podcast when no one was doing podcasts. And she said that she called in on one of your shows and, uh, and she had a really fun time and she would like to do it again. And I said, of course we want to have you. We just want to iron out our issues with the show to where uh, we can start having guests. 
and right. she and I said and I said, but it's always welcome to have someone uh, tell embarrassing stories about James. And she said, well, that's good because <laughs> I only have sixty or seventy of them. <laughs> Wait, just give me her number. Let's just call her. No, she's she's asleep too. You don't realize what time it is. It's not even eleven o'clock, dude. There's no way she's asleep. No, she is asleep. She goes to sleep at like fucking nine o'clock. Whatever. <laughs> You're so full of shit. No, I'm not full of shit. I'm telling you the absolute truth. I was just over there for dinner. The the two of them, I don't even want to go into it, but um it's five o'clock somewhere, but it's not five o'clock here when they start drinking wine. <laughs> so, you know, by Well, I mean, at least you got it, like, honestly. Yeah. Let's see. I'm going to, I'm going to tell, I'm sending her the number. And maybe she'll call and maybe she won't. Yeah. What about. Whatever happened to I, I don't know if we talked about him yet or not, but uh the kid Brian we sang out with. Oh my goodness, you don't night. know about you don't know about him? He'd well, be a perfect I, podcast guest. Wait, he got he like has a business, right? Isn't he like a real estate person or something now? He was, but now he's a politician. What? Yes. Uh, you're talking about Brian, right? Our other yeah. best friend when we were young. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. Well, apparently he's. Bec- you know, he went to the army, and so that yeah. changed kind of. I think his mindset on. No matter what, the bottom line is, I'll always be friends with him because I love him. He's a goof, you know. But uh, he uh, he went to the army, got married to another girl that was in the army. That I, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I guess I don't know if I should say this if we want to have him as a guest, but <laughs> we'll do it a little bit. And then, and then, um, <clears throat> now he's running for state assembly. I think he's just going to try to become just a politician. Um, and but it's but super right Republican, you know. And I see kind of like maybe perhaps a Manchurian candidate. You know, like type <laughs> yeah. scenario where she's like, you know, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, and then finally we're gonna bomb the Russians, like or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she seemed okay to me, but I don't know. We hung out a couple times. She was like, uh, seemed like she was slightly disapproving, and then suddenly Brent and I were banned from his life. <laughs> so like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so she's not my favorite person. Maybe we can get in a hold of him, and I still love him. And I even, you know, but it was—it's just like uh, it's not even that he's a Republican. It's that uh, his uh, when he announced he was running, um, it was just like literally pro-Trump Republican, you know. So which is like, I don't Wait, know. Did he win like his election or whatever? He won his what, what, like, what, what election did he win? Mm. I don't even know if he won, but he was running for Florida Assembly, which I think is the uh, like either the Senate or the Congress of Florida. Right. And then from there, you go on to uh, running for Congress and stuff. So, 
And he looks he looks very much like a politician. He's ballooned up to maybe a good I don't know, he's short, so maybe a good one eighty, one two hundred or something. <laughs> so he's a big guy. Lost all his hair, which we knew was gonna happen anyway. Yeah. Um yeah, so he looks like a he looks like a you know, it's just funny. It's like you never know when you're growing up who's going to end up being a Republican senator. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh well, it's nice to know how well you're remembered. Because I said, "Hey James and I are doing a podcast call." And she just responds with James who? <laughs> I put polling exclamation mark just so you know that I'm that uh, I'm on I'm on Team James <laughs> for for probably the next month Wait, until I never speak to you that? again. <laughs> she did she did say James who? But in right, her so defense, let's, let's I guess we know we we are always we're always bumping into Jameses. <laughs> Let's just call her. We know she's awake. Let's call her. Well, I did call her. Let's see how she responds. She might have – it just seems that everyone – every time I go uh, – James, I, I, lo- I love you more than anything in the world. <laughs> it seems any time I talk to a woman and I say, hey – James is doing something. You want to be a part of it? They're like, no, and here's why. <laughs> and it's like, that's fair. I go, that's fair. I, you know. <laughs> My favorite was the Tammy story, but I, we can't go into it. But uh, it's just, a, a, you know, anything that involves a caravan of lesbians, I just... <laughs> <laughs> This is fucking fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Well, hopefully, you know, maybe she'll call in. If not, then um, I think that we should be starting to wrap this up because we've been on for an hour and 15. And I can't believe that our co-host, Kaylin, has completely left us in this lurch. I hope to God that she gets an A on this paper. Um, Uh We're going to have to – we we really do need some sort of an anchor because uh, this has been extremely painful. <laughs> so if Jill does answer, we have to explain to her that we're not no. allowed to rip on James. Who are you calling? Hi, you've reached get back. Leave a message after the tone, and I will Stop. call you when I can. Thanks. Oh, Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Wait, are you still on there? Hello? Fuck. Oh, right. I accidentally hung up on you, bro. Can you call back in? <laughs>
Sorry about that. Yeah. What happened? What happened there? I, I just pushed the wrong button. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Again, the chimp behind the wheel. <laughs> Text me Jill's number and I'll call her. We'll call no, her. No, you're not. What Jill is asleep. She is asleep. She is a. There are certain people that have these things that are called careers. <laughs> it leads to retirement. You know, they pay taxes that allow people like us to live the lives we're leading. <laughs> so. <clears throat> All right. Do you want me to let you go? Huh? Do you want me to let you go? You think we should end it? Uh, yeah, I think so. We've been on for like an hour and a half. All right, that's good. All right, well, I'll tell you what. I think this was a uh, tremendously satisfying show for all of our uh, listener. <laughs> if there yeah. is, even is one. <laughs> well, hey, um, we're, still, uh, we're still perfecting our uh, craft. <laughs> I know, uh, I know, I know. I thought we carried today what? pretty well. If people were interested in anything about our past. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm sure when, they are. I, <laughs> do you remember when uh, uh, I'll use his initial CB got uh, arrested for like stealing wine coolers from like Walgreens? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, his thing was his big takeaway from it at the time was. Well, for fuck's sake, I was just being too brazen. <laughs> you know, not I shouldn't be stealing wine coolers. I remember him telling me, he was like, well, <clears throat> I would start out <clears throat> stealing the wine, <laughs> wine coolers by taking my trench coat off and hiding the wine coolers under the trench coat. And he goes, by the time I was arrested, I was just picking up like four things of wine coolers and walking out the fucking front door. And he goes, and I did this for like, you know, six or seven times. <laughs> and then finally, you remember it was, a, do you remember it was called Farmore? Oh, Jesus Christ. It was a, it was a pharmacy and more, therefore they called it Farmore. And this young kid who worked at the Farmore chased him out. <laughs> this fucking young, like, pimply faced kid. Chased wait, him wait, out that, and tackled wait, him wait, from wait, behind, wait. <laughs> shattering all of the wine coolers. And, <clears throat> and Charlie was like, you know, forget about police brutality. We need to we need to talk about far more brutality. <laughs> he was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, well, you know. Things being what they are, yeah, that's just the way. But, you know, Charlie saved many an afternoon for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was the only one that had a car for a while. Huh? He was the only one that had a car for a while. Why, because of that stunt? or What stunt? Oh, you said he was out of a out of a car for no, a while. No, he was the only one that had a car for a while. 
Only one of us. Oh yes, yes. Well, I think I always I always had something, didn't I? And then you had that gi- uh, that gi- a couple of gigantic grotesque beasts. The first one yeah. I remember was the pickup truck. Yeah. That would work occasionally, and then. Yeah. Uh, and then somebody then like you gave had... me a car. Who was it? Oh, it's Charlie, I think. Gave you a car? Big... Yeah. How, you, big how big... do you talk yourself into these fucking situations where people give you shit? No, like he was move. What the fuck? I think he was moving or something. Well, I think it was when he was moving to. Uh... Did he ever move to my Miami? He moved to. Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. I think it was when he was moving there, like he didn't think the car would make it or whatever. I think it was okay. him that gave it to me. It was like, I, I, you got to remember the car, dude. We, you rode it a million times. What was that white? It was like a Honda or something? or No, it was like an old Chevy something, I think. Mm, fuck. Maybe I was the one driving a Honda. But I mean, he was absolutely insane with his his cars. Uh, he was one of the worst drivers I've ever driven with. Um, we were, you know, if you want to talk about white privilege, we were pulled over maybe oh shit four or five times a month. <laughs> Given a warning. Dude, I, I, remember, like, I used to get pulled over, like, coming over to your neighborhood, like, the nice part of town, like, in my shitty-ass car. Yeah, yeah, it's just because they thought you were just like, a, what, what is this, what's he up to? And they were right, right. to think that, if you think about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> because what really were you up to? We were never yeah, up to any good. Yeah. If you, like, think about literally, like, all the drugs and everything we supposedly consumed back then that not a one uh, of us ever caught a charge of any kind is pretty much a miracle. Well, it is a miracle and it's not a miracle necessarily. It was just, it was just a miracle of just numbers. It was a numbers game, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it, I, the, the numbers just never came up. The one time, um, you were in the car, I think at the time we picked up our, our friend, uh, uh, my friend Deej, Remember him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we picked him up. From Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, And we picked him up at the airport, and he had um, a bunch of weed with him in his uh, wallet, and he also had LSD. And uh, and so we got pulled over for something. We were in your car, I think. And they shook us all down. And none of us had anything, but he had the weed and he had the LSD. And they literally, um, oh, Jesus, I forget how it went. But it was literally so stupid because they took out the weed and they're like, what's this? And he's like, it's marijuana. And they did find the little packet, the little thing of LSD. And they're like, what's, what's this? And he just said something stupid like, oh, I forget what he <laughs> called that. <laughs> like breath strips or something. They're like breathing strips. And they're like, okay, and they put those back. <laughs> well, Myers got. Yeah. Yeah. And then um they were like I remember they took DJ and they were like because DJ said, Listen, I just I, I just got here from Cleveland. 
and if my parents find out that I get arrested, they're going to absolutely kill me. And we're good Christian people because remember how DJ was a bullshitter. And, yeah. and we're good Christian people. I just don't want to upset them. I don't. And the guy goes, son, son, stop. Don't worry. I can tell you're a nice kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then he poured, he poured the uh, marijuana. And he goes, cup your hands. So DJ cups his hands. He pours the marijuana in the hands, and he goes, now throw it to the wind. And DJ throw it to the wind. And then the cops are like, all right, kids, you go home. If we see you around here, we'll arrest you. And so we were like, holy shit. And so we, I think we drove to like a Hardee's or a, a whatever it was at the time, Juicy Lucy's. And we sat there for like 20 minutes. And then we were like, let's go back and try to pick up that marijuana. And we went back, and we couldn't find any of it. Thrown it in the grass or whatever, (laughs) but yeah. So I mean, that is kind of like I guess you would call that privilege, right? (laughs) Or something. I don't know. I don't know what you'd call it. Um, All right. Well, apparently we've been um, snubbed by everyone that we've ever loved. (laughs) We've been set up. Nobody loves us. Uh, It's just a condition that we're going to have to live through continuously. Um. But what what can you really do? Yeah, you can't do anything. Very, very, very little. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, uh, okay. So um, I'll uh, talk to you soon. All right. It's been a a great podcast. Yeah, it has. It's been good. (laughs) It's been all right. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll I'll talk to you in a minute. Okay. All right. Did I call me? Yeah. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.